This is America Matters Media at 93.7 FM, KPGF Sun Valley, your community radio station. The following is an America Matters Media production. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. I'm your host, Brendan Trainer. My co-host is Leland Fagri, and we have Brian diligently working on the board. Hey, Brian. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, that's the Biden crime family. They've been living in a gangster's paradise yep, for too yep. long now. But but now it's everybody can see it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing it for a long time, but now everybody Someone's can see in it. the kitchen, but they don't know what's <laughs> cooking. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a lyric. Yeah. I thought it really fit. Uh-huh. But anyway, so uh, they're having going test- to prescriptive uh, mode, which mm. means um, you you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict. Yeah, <laughs> yep. That's our that's our Führer, mm-hmm. Klaus Schwab. Mm-hmm. Once we get those uh, brain implants, we won't even have yeah, to have elections anymore. Yeah, we won't have anymore. to do that. Yeah. And uh, don't worry if you're not doing anything wrong. There's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if you're not challenging them, you're no threat. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the uh, we're what, changing what, people's lives. What was the impeachment? I know they would. Uh, Jordan was quizzing. Uh, Jordan uh, was good, but uh, you know who was really impressive with was uh, Massey. Oh yeah, Thomas Massey. He uh, he really had an invective in his in his delivery, you know, in his voice, and he you know he, you you imagined him as somebody who could just put on a pair of gloves and just let's just have this right. out, you know. So I many like people don't know how to cross examine and and really get at the truth, mm-hmm. and especially in these congressional hearings, oftentimes it's 
no more than political grandstanding. That's right. Yeah, you know. There's not, not much of that on the Republican side, but some of them are more passionate than others, and I I'm, I always go for that passion. You know? Right. It's more effective. And Massey is a kind of nerdy guy with yeah. no rim glasses, yeah. but he really gets it on. Yeah, you wouldn't think that he had that in him, really, right. because of his persona, but he is very, very effective. So the Democrats, of course, are claiming there's absolutely no evidence of corruption. But, uh, you know, Biden just keeps moving those goalposts back. You know, I, I never talked to my son about his business dealings. Or, well, I did talk to him, but I didn't have any business with them. To, well, I met with his business partners and I called them up on the phone. I just happened to be at dinner with them. Yeah. That sort of thing. <laughs> you know, the Dems probably think that there's going to, Hunter's going to come up and take a photo of him handing Biden a big check and saying, you know, like in a game show and saying, here's your 10% check, Dad. Well, they're followers. <laughs> All right, move on. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. Nothing to see here. Please. Please. And their followers are just so dumb. They buy into it or don't care either way. You know? Yeah. So that's yeah. how they get away with it. You know, it's just pathetic. Well, it's enough gotta, is enough. Exactly. Yeah, we we got to motivate some people, and I think it will filter down to some degree. Now, in in the cases against Donald Trump, former President Trump, uh, Jack Smith issued what he or put in a motion to the court in the uh, Chutnik case, the presiding judge Chutnik. Asking for a gag order. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> democracies are not defined by our bad days. He called it a reasonably tailored order that would preserve Trump's, um, fit, you know, First Amendment rights. But, but, it's, but why did he put that out there as a, a, a trial test or what was the deal? Because that's not going to happen. No. So uh, what was the point of it? Well, you see, the facade is that it's just an ordinary case. Trump is just an ordinary criminal like anybody else. Yeah. Never mind that he's the leading opposition presidential <laughs> candidate actively campaigning in the midst of uh, campaign season. But you know. We did it. We did it, Joe. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> now, Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani in the Georgia case... They really want a speedy trial, apparently. Apparently so. Yeah. So we'll see what their strategy is. Well, maybe that's part of the Trump strategy as well. If they can get some uh, preliminary decisions made, mm -hmm. if the court hands down successful decisions on them, what does that do? What? How was, would that possibly help their case? Yeah. I, I think it does. You know. Well, it's like uh, when Mark Meadows lost his uh, appeal, but he's appealing again to. Uh, have his case removed to federal court. Trump doesn't want to do that right now because he'd have to do depositions and he, mm -hmm. he doesn't want to do that at this point. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to watch, keep an eye on that too. Well, it's, it's all going to be about the appeal. Yeah. You know, it's clearly that's yeah. what's in store it's for clearly us. Clearly what it is. Mm -hmm. And Hunter's facing gun charges, a misdemeanor, just like Ray Epps. What'd <laughs> just, they get Ray Epps for? Just like Ray Epps. <laughs> you know, it's funny that it, the, one of the Democrats this morning played uh, a video clip of January 6th. Uh -huh. And in the video is Ray Epps. <laughs> <laughs> and he's clearly agitated. Urging people to go he's in the clearly door. agitating go for those there. monsters to go in there. You know, these people are, are either stupid or they don't 
believe that this is going to adversely affect them. One of the two. Yeah. Because why would you put Ray Epps in front of that uh, that crowd there and deny that Ray Epps was significant? Because now he's been charged with a misdemeanor for, you know, he was effectively, I think, what, what is the actual charge on the misdemeanor charge? Parading in a, a an area where he shouldn't be, something like that. Yeah, you know, it's just minor nothing. Thing, yeah. It's literally nothing. He left the free speech, though. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> expand your advertising dollar sponsor this or any america matters program by calling 775-827-8900 extension 2 now back to the show saw that on your nose today i had to laugh yeah tt2p you know those little acronyms <laughs> are they're in vogue now i'm sorry i, I didn't mean to digress what, what was your question uh gavin newsom's interview with chuck todd oh uh i saw uh, just bits and pieces of it yeah mm -hmm. so chucky somehow got his journalism license back yeah <laughs> He kept asking some fairly serious questions. Well, they said that he was once he stepped down as Meet the Press moderator, that he was going to have a role there. Mm -hmm. They weren't getting rid of him. They weren't showing him the exit. They right. just didn't get they, him out of here. <laughs> they didn't want him on Meet the Press. So yeah. uh, I wasn't all that surprised by his reaction. Yeah. Well, nope. <laughs> Gavin asked him, you know, what did you, you know, are you willing to admit that you got the COVID response wrong? And Newsom went, I, I got it wrong. Mm -hmm. He said, yeah. we got it wrong. Yeah, right. We all got it wrong. <laughs> so if they all got it wrong, that means nobody actually got it wrong. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's a he's uh, quick. Get him out of trick. here. Yeah, I want to get yeah. him out of there for sure. But that's what they're going to try and say. You know, yeah. That, mm -hmm. But they're, they're absolutely begging the question of why the elites have this much power in the first place to get it wrong. Uh-huh. Right, exactly. You know, that's the right question. Yeah, because as we all know, knowledge is dispersed throughout society. People have individual autonomy. They never should have crossed the line and gotten it wrong. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, except for those big pharma people. <laughs> <laughs> this now, is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. That's it. Now, the uh, he got a judicial defeat uh, that's good for gun owners, the Ninth Circuit remanded the California case banning concealed carry back to the appeals court because uh, they want the, the appeals court, they won on the lower court. The appeals court refused to issue a preliminary injunction. Mm -hmm. And the way it did it was it tried to do this public health balancing act which they're not supposed to do anymore under under Gruen. The same thing with that crazy liberal mayor in Albuquerque, Grisham. <laughs> Way to go, a hole! I, I don't think she's crazy. I just think she's a few points short of an IQ. That's what I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Well, you know, they're trying to say that uh, they've been trying this. They've been trying to get the CDC to have more authority and yeah. call guns a public health menace. Mm -hmm. sure. So that's that's the balancing act that they're trying to do. Cost-benefit analysis. Group say what? Group said you can't do that. You have to apply strict scrutiny to the Second Amendment just like the first. And you have to show that the, the intent of the framers and as it was adopted in the colonies and in the uh, early uh, republic was uh, that these regulations or something similar to them were actually enforced. And there was no enforcement of, of concealed carry across the board like California is doing. Mm -hmm. Plus, if they have to have, if they do institute concealed carry, they have to have open carry. Right. They can't have both prohibited. Right. It's the other side of the coin. Like yeah. California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's going back to the appeals court to uh, about that stay. So they should be issuing uh, a stay on the concealed carry ban. That's a good news. Yeah. Well, have you been following uh, the latest cancel? Of Russell did you, Brand? Did you mean cancel or counsel? Cancel. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been... yeah. I was a little surprised by that, but on second thought, you know, because he he's more of a populist than a left winger from his background. You know, and right? They don't like that. You know, the no, establishment doesn't like that. So they've trumped up all of these. <laughs> I guess some of these charges go back what ten years? Some of these incidents, 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. See, he's he's. Uh, done a little too much mansplaining lately, yeah, uh -huh, so they, uh -huh. the feminists have to ru ru rule them in. And if they can demonetize them, yeah, you know, that's well, that's he is that. being demonetized. I think Paramount Plus just demonetized him. YouTube has demonetized him. <laughs> Megan Kelly says she's over with him because of the incident with the 16-year-old, which was a long time ago. But it wasn't rape. No, I mean, well, but by, by not by a legal definition, because I think the age of majority I mean, is 16 there, isn't it? It was. It was legal. Yeah. But it was just too cre creepy for Megan. She yeah. <laughs> well, she wasn't there. You yeah. know, find, find a life. <laughs> so her issue was that um, she was gagging a little too much, if you get my drift. And she couldn't tell him to stop, so she had to punch him in the stomach. Well, and you know, these kind of things happen even in the healthiest of relationships, I suppose. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I wasn't there, <laughs> unless maybe you're Mike Pence, then yeah. it never happens. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Yeah, then uh, this other woman, what she accused Brenda was more or less um, sexual harassment, uh, but they also had a relation, a consensual relationship. And what he did with her, apparently, is he pinned her to a bed and rubbed against her, but he didn't rape her. Well, wasn't that, if I, if I, my memory serves me, she, they had a relationship prior to that incident. Yes, you know? that's right. So, I mean, that really makes it more difficult. Yeah, but now Legal. they were working together and he tried to rekindle it or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. In yeah. a forceful way. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then uh, this one woman, Nadia, they might be able to get him on the Julian Assange crime. Oh yeah, for that, yeah, because that's that's what Assange was accused of. Well, he was acquitted on that as well. Yeah, she the witness rescinded. She didn't want to. Yeah, 
pursue it anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, who the hell cares? I think somebody <laughs> people yeah. with a bunch of money, and you know, we need. Well, you. the police are calling for more women to come forth. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 10 or 15 years ago, every groupie that had a selfie with them is going to be calling the UK police. Mm -hmm. Well, they're in search of a crime is what they're looking for. Yeah. Even where no crime has taken place. So we choose truth over facts. Again, it's uh, any any woman now and uh, and me too. any woman except Tara Reid, who has regrets over (laughs) sexual relationship. You know, 20, 30 years ago, they can, and if there's some money involved, they can uh, cancel somebody's livelihood. That's sure. where we are. Yep. Amazing. Speaking of uh, weird sexual, in, uh, you know, events. We were? Well, I, I was kind of, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, the new Senator J.D. Trump and uh, this, uh, very strange transsexual spokesperson for the Ukraine. Uh-huh. Uh she they got into a uh, Twitter war. A trans girl is a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get that picture up for our Yeah, let's see. Can our, they see our viewers? The ones that are listening. A trans watching. girl is a girl. Yeah. So that's uh that's him, her. That's her smiling. Get him out of here! She's rarely ever smiling. She's super, super serious, and she's uh she's an activist. Calls herself yeah. a sp- a transgender spokesperson for NATO in Ukraine, but her rhetoric is like Zelensky when he's high on coke, or Kim Jong Il when he's railing about the, you know, the the West. She's a propagandist. That's what. She yeah, is. it is. Yeah. She's bizarre. Man's got to know his limitations. <laughs> but, you know, she threatened to unleash assassins on Ukrainian assassins on journalists who uh, lean toward Russia or are neutral on the war. Was that one of the statements that uh, she's been fired now? She's been let go by the Ukraine? Yeah, I heard because her remarks were. Yeah, I heard. I just saw it this morning. Oh, uh, because her remar- remarks were not approved. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, this is a pattern because, you know, Ukraine has a website where they list uh, journalists they don't like. And when one of them dies, they put a, you know, X them out and say, uh, you know. Good riddance. Yeah, good riddance, that kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, they have Gonzalo Lira in prison. I think his court date was coming up right right about now. Well, they're in a lot of the, the Ukraine is in a lot of trouble because they're running out of everything, <laughs> literally everything. Yeah, bodies, money. He's going to meet with. Isn't he meeting with Biden today? I think he's meeting. Well, with... Well, you know, and then Zelensky himself made a, a very thinly veiled threat because he said, "Yes, Europe doesn't keep." Funding uh-huh. Ukraine. They don't care about us. All those Ukrainian refugees <laughs> are going to get very frustrated and they right? might do horrible things. Right. <laughs> it's a nice nation you got there. Quite Shame a, if something were to happen to it. That is quite a veiled threat, isn't it? Yeah. He's something else. You know, he happens to be Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Ukrainian parliament member Sergei Grifko 
says he's going to make up for loss of electricity by motivating 50,000 Ukrainian prisoners to generate electricity by the use of bicycle generators. No kidding. I want to see that. <laughs> They want to bomb Iran? Well, <laughs> a different context. A different context. Yeah. Okay. But 12 officials of the FOMC see one more hike in 23, so later this year. And the Fed has removed possibly two rate cuts that were scheduled for 2024. So it, they, it looks like it is kind of unwinding at this point. So, But they've been at it. They've yeah. had 11 rate hikes since this began last year. So, I mean, it's... It's been no, and but you know, if, if again, if the power of the Federal Reserve wasn't so concentrated, <clears throat> we wouldn't have all these jolts, you know, these boom and busts <clears throat> in the system. Yeah, but that's that's uh, to their benefit, and yeah. elites who understand them benefit from that boom and bust. You know, the men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department <laughs> yeah. are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Uh -huh. So how about yeah. Ray Epps? Was he patriotic public? We got the types. <laughs> well, you know, that's what Austrian economics and uh, we have may have a, a president of a country, a pretty major country elected that is actually a follower of Austrian economics. Pure. Oh, are you talking about the Argentinian? That yeah, was the Argentinian. Yeah. Right. yeah. If that's legitimate, that's really extraordinary because the Argentinian people have had it. Right. With this, you know, decades of this nonsense. And I think he, he slid right in, didn't he? It wasn't a difficult race for him. <clears throat> well, I think his numbers were good. He's a former uh, singer, rock singer. Yeah, he had. Uh, and he has so an athletic background. Right. He's, he's even though he's an economics professor. <laughs> but it doesn't keep you from from being, you know, widely talented, you know. Right. Exactly. But he. uh so he's, he has a 65% chance of winning. He's won the primary. You know, it's one of those systems uh, where they have more than one election. They have a, yeah. a runoff and, right. you know. So he's he's favored to win the runoff. Mm -hmm. But he is uh, basically really very libertarian. He wants to get rid of the central bank <laughs> in Argentina. I just wonder whether uh, there isn't a bullseye on that guy's head. Yeah, yeah. Elites don't want that. The Argentina has been ruled for decades by a big government neoliberal ideology called Peronism. A Peronism. I don't know how you pronounce it. We have now a window of opportunity to create this global reset, which we own. <laughs> yeah. There's Klaus himself. Right. And they just keep, they've had coups and, you know, military juntas. And, and uh, oh, yeah. I think they have like, Several thousand percent inflation now. They 
They keep always. I mean, yeah. uh, I I was recently speaking to uh, some Argentine folks, and they were saying that you just there's no such thing as saving. You just buy it on the spot because you're afraid that tomorrow the prices will be higher. Sure, interest it's rates can keep up with. Yeah, that. it's just yeah. automatic. So yeah, so. That was, uh, you know, we came very close to that in the 70s, the late 70s oh, yeah. with stagflation. Mm -hmm. yep. So he also wants to radically reduce taxes and government spending. He's uh, He supports gun freedom. Now, he opposes special privileges for minorities. Imagine that. <laughs> His slogan is something like, just because there is a need does not make it a right. What in the <laughs> wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Well, you know what he's about inflation? Yeah, well, I didn't catch his I mean, you know his, his yeah, theme. I, know I mean, it's on, yeah. ongoing. But he says the inflation war is over. And inflation, inflation won. won. <laughs> but the number one threat is the strength, and that strength that we build is inflation. There it is. <laughs> And the left, you know, the far left, bless their hearts, they want to push this modern monetary theory, which just yeah. says, well, you know, the government can just keep printing money. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You know, they are the sole creator of wealth. Well, they're so smart, those people. I know. They're, they're all, even though they got COVID wrong, we have to trust <laughs> them because they'll learn from their mistakes. There's a reason why there was no central bank in our Constitution until it came along. Oh, yeah. hell no. You know, Trump's going to go to the uh, UAW rather than the uh, second GOP <laughs> debate on Fox. He's handling this thing brilliantly. I think everything he's done so far is excellent. Yeah. Don't you? I, yeah, I think he's he's running a, a, an A campaign. It, it's a full-on frontal assault to the, on the establishment, and he's winning it. And they know it. They, yeah. They're frightened. They are panicking. I didn't mean to interrupt your... Uh, the direction you were going there, but I just saw something I wanted to get up there. <laughs> yeah, that, that Argentine uh, candidate Mille, he also wears one of the worst wigs you'll ever see. I saw, a, it wasn't a close-up picture. He was with someone, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. interesting uh, um, aesthetically, I guess is the way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't care about that. They just want out no. from under the decades of economic catastrophe you know when i was running for office in the 90s and argentina had a brief respite they elected somebody named carlos menem and he was not quite as radical as javier seems to be but he he uh changed uh, argentina's uh, not their it didn't allow the people to own go to buy things with gold you know specifically but he made all of Argentina's foreign exchange payments be based on gold. Mm -hmm. And he temporarily reduced the inflation, but obviously... <laughs> that was a temporary yeah. exigent circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, hard yeah, to they... keep uh, these good ideas in circulation. I mean, you know, because the, uh, the people with the bad ideas, they keep coming back. And people with wealth have no fear of inflation. Because their assets, yeah, their assets are inflate going with with it. All that real estate and yep, BlackRock, yeah, very happy. Yep, yeah. So I don't know, but uh, I'm hoping that uh, this 
he does win and we get to see Upset. what a, a really truly libertarian if he i mean he still has he will still be in it will be very challenging he won't have the parliament completely sure, with him. absolutely yeah, yeah it, it's still going to be a problem but that would be very exciting i got some bud lights for us <laughs> <laughs> i got some bud lights for us you know in the five decades from 1970 to 2020 the federal reserve has been headed by jews for over 38 years just a fact yeah just a well and that's just fact. that's just here but central banking has always been held by the rothschilds and the european community. oh yeah you're gay, you're Jewish, and cringe. You're not even funny. You're not even funny. And I'm epic and basic. <laughs> you know, in the 19th century, they knew about it. Mary Rothbard, you know, is a great libertarian mm -hmm. historian mm -hmm. and including economic history. And he helped uh, write Ron Paul's um, book on the monetary history of the United States, which I actually xerox so i could get it at 50 pages but uh it's uh, the federal reserve you know if we abolished it what would we have well we would probably have something like the scotch used to have called free banking and which also was what andrew jackson established when he vetoed the second bank of the united states mm -hmm. where every bank would be on its own bottom is what the scotch used to call their banking system every every tub is on its own bottom i'm sorry dave i'm afraid i can't do that <laughs> <laughs> sort of a recognizance yeah kind of so a... there would be no lender of last resort per uh -huh. se if a bank failed to you know if you had a dollar bill that said redeemable in in silver for one dollar mm -hmm. and the if you went into a bank and they couldn't redeem even one dollar bill then you know the bank would have to be shut down and and yep. they would be liquidated and you know solvency but, was was the first rule. right you had to be solvent in order to be in existence and that system worked very well until the civil war when the republicans in the civil war changed it to the national banking system where all the banks had to keep a lot of their reserves in the five biggest new york city banks that was called the banking system yeah yeah and then in 1913, of course, they codified that and made it more uh, explicit with the Federal Reserve System. You know? Yep. And so here we are today. <laughs> yeah, that's how it got started on it. Yeah. Never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> and it was uh, Lincoln himself, you know, who was the, you know, the first Republican. So, yeah, it, he took it down, took us down the wrong road. It began with Lincoln. Wilson picked it up later. Right. Big, in a big way. Wilson magnified it. But but Lincoln took us down the wrong road. It's it, just all there is to yeah, it. Yeah, it's been more and more globalistic yep. ever since. The uh, And, you know, Karl Marx uh, wrote a book about the Jewish question, in which he said the way to fix the Jewish question, because they're so materialistic and so into money there's a question to get about rid the... of money <laughs> yeah, <That's> right. <laughs> but he still put a central bank in the communist yeah, manifesto he sure did and, and public
These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but one of them was uh, in the judiciary hearing this morning. <laughs> That's for sure. These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> Garland, I don't know if you saw this. It was early on in the hearing, but uh, he lectured uh, on the Holocaust to defend his policies of persecuting and indicting and imprisoning his political opponents. <laughs> The irony can't be lost on anybody in that room this morning. No. You know, it's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Sarah, the uh, transgender, I think her name is Sarah. You know, she's talking about Ukraine is for universal values and freedom. And then she's talking about hunting down and murdering journalists. <laughs> yep. They're doing everything they're accusing us of doing. Literally everything. And I uh, just see here where uh, Biden was caught on a high, hot mic making a snarky remark about the auto, auto union strike, UAW strike, to Netanyahu as handlers were shooing the press away. <laughs> he's going to have to keep his mouth shut, isn't he? That would be his best yeah, would, counsel. Yeah. Yeah. Put a gag on him. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell Jack Smith to put a gag on him. <clears throat> you know, I had another run-in with uh, a woke bot, a uh, Bing bot. Did you? Yeah. There's a bunch of them out there, aren't yeah. there? Yeah. The, uh, I asked them to write uh, a summary. You know, that's one thing that AI will do. It, it'll summarize yeah, YouTube that. or summarize an article. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there was an article in the Letho News. I've talked about that. It's a Greek-based populist news aggregator. And uh, I was about the Putin and uh, Kim on Jong-un and their, you know, their meeting, the historic meeting between mm -hmm. them. And I asked it you know, to summarize the article. and it was. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> now, it did summarize the article, and they talked about uh, trying to uh, cooperate with agriculture. Now, that's something that they could use because they can't feed their own people. If, if Russia could send them some food, I'm sure that would be a good thing. But And then uh, trying to resolve the uh, peace on the Korean Peninsula and all of these basically good things, but my Bing bot, it wasn't having that. No? No. It. Uh, By the way, before you go to that. I, I guess... got some Bud Lights for us. <laughs> <laughs> the great grain controversy? Yeah. Polish President Duda says Ukraine should remember the help. Compares Kiev to a drowning person. Croatia may now also ban Ukrainian pro uh, produce. Well, Maria this is, Zakharova, this... the <coughs> foreign ministry spokesperson. Getting ugly. <laughs> she uh, said the the European Union, are they going to really buy all this Ukrainian grain that's grown on soil contaminated by depleted uranium? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> but uh, after it gave me the summary that I asked for, the Bingbot <laughs> went on to say, this article is based on the author's own analysis and interpretation. It's biased in favor of Russia and North Korea. It's against the U.S. and its allies. The article does not criticize or challenge Russia and North Korea. And then it lists some uh, problems that it seeks that the uh, meeting would have, the new union or, or understanding agreement between Russia and North Korea. And it said... 
This article is an example of propaganda that aims to influence public opinion and promote a certain political agenda. See, this is where I... <laughs> this is where AI is going. Yeah. yeah, it does not provide a balanced or objective view of the summit or situation. I hope this helps you understand what the article is really about. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I pushed back on Bing Bot and told him it, I didn't ask for its opinion, only a summary. Did you ask him to step outside? Yeah. <laughs> It said, I only wanted to give me some uh, I got context and background. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I got some Bud Lights for us. <laughs> I told Bing, this is America. We have a right to form our own opinions. Thank you very much. What did he say? He just kind of slinked off. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I don't think it's going to stop. But I it's think more I, of a slither. I think I may have found a way to override the wokeness. There's a yeah a prompt that I'm using on uh, ChatGPT that's supposed to turn it into a dedicated agent for my needs. So we'll see if I can get it. Maybe I can hypnotize the Bing Bot too. To <laughs> so Brent from Brendan Trainer, our AI expert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. A man's got to know his own limitations. Man's got to. Man's got to know his limitations. Limitations. <laughs> and did, did we talk about the Ron Paul Liberty Conference? No, we did not. Yeah. So the they had their annual Liberty Conference that is usually dedicated to peace and foreign policy, and they had uh, the Gray Zone there. They, as well as Colonel McGregor, you know, a fan favorite. Colonel McGraver gave a great speech, but then the uh, yeah, he's very good. The gray zone, you know, that's uh, becoming a uh, more and more an outstanding based anti-war platform. I yeah. mean, they never fell for Russia Gate. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're Jewish. Max Blumenthal is Jewish. Aaron Mate is Jewish, but they don't um, shut up and take my they're money. They're not Zionists. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're based. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blumenthal wrote a a major book on Israel called Goliath, which uh, talks about apartheid Israel. But what they are saying now is that the West is trying to turn Ukraine into another Israel. Yeah, second I saw Israel. that. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I didn't think it was too far off, actually. No, I thought it was a, could be an outcome. Nope. Because they got to do something there. They can't win the war. Yeah, yeah. What are they going to do with it? Yeah. Nope. So they want to turn it into a World Economic Forum, uh, George Soros experiment kind of thing. Experiment, yeah. social experiment. Mm. It's interesting that they would uh, be up on that. What's uh, what's going on in Ukraine right now? Besides uh, trying to get fifty thousand prisoners to generate electricity on bicycle <laughs> generators. <laughs> It's the Green Revolution. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, they're still fighting, but it's a little bit different. Russia, they... Russia, Russia. <laughs> that's what's happening. Yeah, that's what that means. Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> so they have that one little Russia, chunk Russia, Russia. that they took out of uh, the southern front, Zaporizhzhia. Yeah. And they haven't really been able to expand that. They no. did have some 
interesting footage. They did get into the trench, uh, the first line of defense uh, with the actual trench with soldiers in it. They did get in that and tried to clear it out, you know, tried to move up and down the trench. But it was at a horrible cost. At a horrible cost. The Russian uh, special uh, services people in the region, they were described as like the firemen. And they came in and they were on like a trenches run a tree line to give them cover. But they and you can see the video. I mean, it's on. Uh, you can see censored versions on YouTube where they have these military map programs or you can go to uh, Telegram and really see the original. But the uh, you can just see them laying down fire all along the trench. I mean, the Russians, I mean, and mm -hmm. driving the Ukrainians out. So who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Another interesting thing is Bakhmut is coming back. Apparently, the Ukrainians have started to give up on Zaporizhzhi, the southern front, and they're moving troops into Bakhmut. And they did capture a settlement called Klitschivka. And then to counterattack and drive them out of that settlement, Wagner is back. Oh. But only it's directly under the control of General Suravikin, you know, mm -hmm. General Armageddon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's not personally, but they're still they're still designated as Wagner, but they're more closely integrated into the Russian army. And Suravikin personally has been in Africa instead of Prigozhin going down there. He's been going down there. So Wagner, the countries of Mali, Burkina Faso and Niger, they're forming a formal defense alliance against the possible attacks. And uh, Suravikin is down there talking to them, and I guess he's going to offer them Wagner uh, troops to help in that endeavor. So does Macron? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so the colony that, is gone. Yes. Every every time he wakes up, he yeah. loses another colony. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Giorgio Maloney of Italy and our good friend uh, Marine Le Pen uh, held a, were seen together. Confirmed. Were they seen together? Yeah. <laughs> Raising their hands. I see know. the Gateway Pundit has uh, pointed out what I noticed this morning. Nasty went after Garland, leaving Garland stuttering. And I remember he went to his bottle of water. Oh, yeah. a very tough time. Yeah. Keep it up, Thomas. <laughs>